Before we go forward, we must head back. Home is a deep, wide sea and a long, treacherous swath of land away. You've learned that traveling in solitude has none of the glamour of a winding train ride. Sometimes that's exciting, other times that's dangerous. Good thing you learned that quick. It's surely going to come in handy now, in the oceans of Southeast Octarius. This forest, arid, quiet in its dark sleep, is woken by a crackling of a footstep on the dry needles and pine cones that blanket the earth and serve as warning signs. A figure pulls from the shadows in front of you. And another one. Looks like a person. Some sort of creature. But what kind of person travels the oceans alone at night? Well, what kind of person, aside from you? What kind of person are you? Walking through the forest, there's a young drow woman. She's got a dark green kind of knee length dress. It looks fancy, well tailored. She's wearing a velvet purple pack. Kind of hanging on the pack, there's a fancy bag, a teacup, little mess kit. She's got a chatelaine on her belt that has a spell component pouch and a small tatting shuttle. She's also got a very, very large straw hat with a fairly short crown and a little bit of embroidery around the brim. I think hearing a noise, she immediately kind of whispers under her breath and puts her hands on her belt and pulls out a small crossbow. Okay. And she'll cast Fog Cloud. Her hand does a small motion and there's a swirl of cloud that kind of builds out from around her and the 20 feet surrounding her as well. As this billows out, the, the faint crackle of the footsteps in front of you stop, and there's a short pause and you just hear, Shit. Who's there? I'm stronger than I look. And I much appreciate that someone answer. Little perception check. 21. You see out of the corner of your eye on the left, not in front of you anymore, the shape of a figure approaching, crouching low to the ground. Just getting closer to you. Very quietly. Outside of the fog? No. Or? No, you can just barely see the, the shape. She'll turn. It freezes. Raise the crossbow. I would appreciate it if you answered now, or... You see the shape of the figure rise, and the sort of vague impression of arms out in a surrender pose. Alright, alright. She'll kind of lower the crossbow, but hold it. Sorry, you can never be too careful. Um, yeah, I know. Who are you? Why are you here right now? I think I could ask you the same thing. Well, uh, I'm searching for something. Doesn't really seem to be your business. Well, what I'm searching for 
isn't any of your business either, so. Well, are you just traveling? Yeah. What's your name? Tell me yours first. I'm Beatrice. Beatrice? Beatrice Toivo. What was that? What do you mean? Beatrice Toivo? Can you drop this? Are you traveling with anybody else? No, just a... Uh, just a deer. She'll kind of wave her hand and drop the spell. As you do so, now you can see much more clearly in front of you. He looks like a half-elf, perhaps part halfling, you wonder, as you see a tufted tail sweep back and forth across the pine needles. He's only slightly taller than you. He looks back at you with dark and tired eyes. His hair falls over his shoulders in long, dark brown waves, slightly unkempt, as is the rest of his appearance, from his dust-covered boots and forest green cloak to his crooked smile that reveals the gap of a missing tooth. Even so, even with this weariness of someone who's been traveling perhaps a little too long, he manages to hold himself with an undeniable ease and charm as he looks right back at you. And the deer, standing right behind him, peers over his shoulder. His arms slowly lower. Said, Beatrice Toivo? That would be my name. It's polite to say your name after. <laughs> uh, name's Lachlan. He holds out a hand. She'll kind of put the crossbow down lower, still, still holding it in her right hand and hold out her left. He shakes it. So, uh, kind of recognize your accent. Not from around here, are you? No, I just made my way overseas. Pretty recently, actually. You wanna sit down for a second? I would actually love that. Uh, seem to have gotten myself a little lost. He just walks over to a, a tree with decently large roots, brushes the, the pine needles off of them, and then in an almost mocking manner, flamboyantly gestures to the seat he's created, then sits down across. She'll follow suit and like lift her skirt <laughs> a little bit dramatically and sit down prim and proper on the seat he's made. So, you said you were looking for something? Well, it's kind of a long story, actually. Uh, Who are you trying to find? Well, uh, trying to find my sister. His eyes narrow, nods slowly. Ophelia? You know her? I do. And, uh, well, it's good you found me first. I should tell you, um, don't think she wants to be found by the likes of you. No offense. Well, I thought maybe that would be the case, but I thought maybe if I explained myself first, that she'd be amenable to a meeting. 
See, I'm getting married in a little less than a year, and I'd love her to be at the wedding. Or You're... just to meet beforehand. She, um, never mentioned you. That makes sense. I was born after she left. Nods a little slower. So, let me get this straight. You are trying to invite Ophelia to your wedding. How do you know her, exactly? Holds up a hand. Hold on. You've never met before. She doesn't know about you? Not that I know of, unless... Well, it'd be weird if she knew about me. We've been friends for a bit. Went our separate ways. I don't know if she's going to be wanting to go home for a stranger's wedding. Are you sure you're not just trying to play a trick on me? Because it's kind of weird that I just meet someone in the middle of the woods who knows who I'm looking for. It seems a little strange. I'm going to roll an inside check. Yeah. <laughs> what fey apparition are you? <laughs> That is, that is a three. Well, that is a six. What are you, you're insight checking? Just if he has the vibes of lying. No, he seems intrigued. And I mean, he's, he seems closed off, but not in a, not in a subtle way. Seems hesitant in perhaps the same way you are. He sighs. Well, why shouldn't I be asking the same of you? What brings you here? Well, my friend, she'll kind of lift her little capelet <laughs> and there's a little snake hanging out on her shoulder. He's a dark, kind of iridescent green hognose snake. Welcome kind of half smiles as the snake is revealed from beneath the capelet. He's helping me and kind of sent me in this direction. All right, um, you're by yourself out here? Well, obviously not. She gestures <laughs> <laughs> to the snake again. Yeah, okay, I mean, you and your friend are, that's it, just the two of you? Well, I'm not exactly sure I should be telling a strange man. <laughs> That's fair. Um, listen, I, like I said, parted ways with Ophelia a little while ago. And I am... Um, I don't have a way to contact her, but I do know someone who can help you, if you want. I mean, it's better than nothing. You heard of somewhere? I think so. It was one of the stops on the train. Uh, down in somewhere there's an inn, Star Under the Sea. If you head in there, talk to Simone, tell her your story. She can at least lead you in the right direction, I think. Okay. That helps. Tremendously, actually. Kind of feels like a wild goose chase, but... This is getting somewhere. He's been smiling a little more as you as you speak and nods again. Well, glad I could help. Um, best of luck. Actually, maybe going out on a limb a little bit. It's getting late. 
I've been alone for two weeks. I thought you weren't alone. Well, you know, just come talk to a snake. <laughs> you hear your snake hiss quietly <laughs> from beneath your capelet and it sort of wriggles its head out. I've got some tea. Shouldn't you be, you know, packing up for the night, making a camp? Whatever it is you're doing out here. I am, stands up. For traveling by night, it's easier in some ways. I should keep going. Sure you don't want to stay for tea? I'm gonna have you roll a persuasion check. <laughs> that is... You're asking me to do math. I am. I am. It's the thing about Dungeons That's and Dragons. It's a 16. 16? He hesitates for a moment and looks at you. I can see the resemblance, actually, in Ophelia. You're not just saying that because we're both drow. Well, no. I'm assuming she's a drow still. I don't know. <laughs> she's on the yes. run. As far as I know. Yes, she is. What kind of tea do you have? Bought a couple. Haven't you long? Sounds Some... good. Well, I'll start a fire. Sits back down. The deer that's been shadowing him settles down at last. Can you tell me a bit about her? I'm gonna leave that up to her. Okay. Fair enough. How'd you meet? He, 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 like, pauses for a long time, looks at you. Did... you both... you said you were friends. Didn't elope, did you? We did, actually. And now you're paused? We are. I know, it, it didn't really work out between us. But, um, it was good for a while. Romantic. Yeah, it, uh, wasn't easy getting her out of... Out of Suilis, but managed. It's been quite a mystery how she left. Tried to find it out. I'm sure she'll tell you all about it. I'll ask her. Should I roll? <laughs> <laughs> you can see as as he keeps talking about it, he starts to have a hard time holding back a bit of a laugh. And you begin to wonder if perhaps there's something untrue about this story. <laughs> she'll let it slide. She'll seem, like, very interested. Lots yeah. of questions. He's very informative. He he talks in story a lot of the time. Just about, like, things he's heard about this area around around somewhere. Um, a lot of tales of, like, fighting or meeting various creatures, beasts in the oceans. Tells you a bit about somewhere. Yeah, in general, he seems to enjoy the company, though he doesn't stay very long after maybe an hour or so, stands back up. If he walks like a few feet away, she'll run up and give him a little hug really fast. She'll jump back. Sorry, I don't know if that was rude, but <laughs> this is the most fun that I've had in two weeks or two months. Been in need of some fun then. Glad I could provide. I hope maybe, maybe I'll see you again. Be plus one to the wedding. Maybe. Um, 
if you manage to um, meet up with Ophelia, can you just tell her you saw me, tell her I'm alright? Of course. Thanks. She gives a little smile. Smiles back, turns around, and leaves, followed closely by the deer who, I'm sure you know at this point, is named Penny. And quickly they vanish off into the, the forest. You make your way to somewhere. You weren't too far away, and your little snake helps guide you there. Once you're there, you pay the toll to enter. The guards at the gate seem unsurprised that someone is coming in from the oceans directly. As soon as you present the coin, they accept it. Stamp your papers, let you in. And when you find Simone, she tells you she doesn't have a way to contact Ophelia. And before you can be too disappointed, she tells you she knows someone who can. That someone's name is Ox, and he's over at the prison, which sounds pretty bleak, but the more you find out about it, the more you realize there's more to it than just a prison. There's a famous artist there. There's a tequila distillery. And you make your way over. When you arrive at Paradise, you're given a room. You're told that there is a tour if you wish to join. Uh, when you inquire about the tattoo artist and present a little bit of coin, they make an appointment for you. Tours early in the morning. You're informed that there are going to be some other people on this tour with you. And your tour guide leads you down the halls of the, the guests' building and knocks on the door. You hear a little hiss on your shoulder. Not one of the angry hisses. Snakes can't make very many sounds. You know him pretty well. You know this is a, a happy hiss. Uh, as the door opens and you see three strangers in front of you, ready to join you on the tour. She gives a little wave. How, how close is the similarity between her and Ophelia? Her face is very similar. She's yeah. got downturned eyes. It's a little bit of a difference. Um, she wears quite a bit of makeup. She's shorter. She's like five foot two, has short, dark silver hair, kind of shaved up, faded to maybe like four inches at the longest that is kind of dipped in a dark green. So like, if we took your mullet away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see Ox's ear twitch a little. Hello, I'm Beatrice. I'm also going on the tour, I guess. Hello. My name is in the middle of my Anyway, like I think it's time for your tour, right? Are you all ready? Ready to go? You, points to you, Virgil. I have an appointment this morning, right? You're not finished with your tattoo session? No, I'm not. Does this mean I can go? On the tour? No. Well, do you want to go on the tour? Well, if I have an appointment, then I have other places to be. Your wish is my wish. If you want to go on the tour, you can go on the tour. It just means that you might have to be expedited a little bit at some points. So if you prefer to stay here until your appointment, you may. 
sir. <laughs> but it'd be great if you could make your decision, because I'd like to get going. You know, Virgil, really, I think it's best if you just wait here, you know, you can go by yourself, and then we don't have to come with you, and Ox and I can go on the tour with our new friend. Did you say Ox? Yes. What, you know him? You have well, I'm looking for him, actually. I think you found him. Uh, that will be me, but uh, why are you looking for me? All right, so are we, I have a schedule. Um, I think we can have this conversation while we're on the tour. Walking and talking then, okay. So, should I not, he holds up the little notebook that he's holding, give you the tour? Well, how about you just give us the highlights of the tour, the interesting parts? Sure. Okay. He starts walking down the hallway. They will actually yeah. follow. I think as they take a few steps down the hallway. Maybe we shouldn't talk now just because he seems a little... No, go ahead. I was told that you could help me find someone. But we can talk about that later. Ox looks curiously at her and... How long until, like, the actual tour starts? So, you're led down the hallway, much like before, through various stairwells, half-stairwells, winding corridors that you don't have an easy time keeping track of. It's sort of, what's the word, lab- labyrinthine? Is it not? Labyrinthine or labyrinthian. I think they're both words, actually. Yeah. It's like yes. a labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> and if you find yourself in a cavernous factory floor. This building only has two, uh, like two and a half walls, basically. And at the open wall, you see carts of the heart of a plant, like just stacked high, um, the agave plant being dragged in. You don't see any, any livestock, any animals that may help with this. There are no draft horses or oxen. Well, there's one ox. It's all people dragging these things around, uh, all wearing the same light blue-green uniform that you saw Wiley wearing. There are, in the back, five large, deep red clay ovens. You see what looks like a mill on the right side, also being run by just people. Some are cranking the wheel to make this sort of stone, like a stone wheel turn around these pits. There are also people inside the pits, maintaining them, squeezing the juices, the nectars out of the agave plant. It looks like hard work. You can already feel some of the heat of the day starting to seep in. You're under the the shaded roof, but it doesn't make as much of a difference as you might hope. Uh, I do have a question. Are you a prolific tequila drinker? He shrugs. I mean, I know the basics. You have to, to do this. Well, that's very good because, see, I've only had tequila, what, three times in my life? And one of the times was last night. So I was just going to ask you how you think the tequila from Paradise compares to tequila from wherever else people produce tequila. I mean, I'm supposed to say it's best in the world and all that. To be honest, I get it for free, so I don't really have any other tequila. 
when you know that's entirely understandable, I think sometimes free has the best flavor of all. That's not what I expected you to say, but you're right. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's supposed to be good. We have different levels of quality, but um, people come pretty far to get it, and uh, it costs a pretty penny, so... Does using the labor from people make it taste better than if you were to use a machine or animals somewhere along in the process, or is that more of a, an aesthetic decision? It's a safety decision. Uh, you know, part of it is the hard work helps, I don't know, improve the societal standing of prisoners if they're going to get out and teachers and whatever. But also, it's a lot easier to um, escape through the desert on a horse than it is on foot. Ah, I see. In some steps, there has to be a person, but that and he gestures to a group of prisoners coming in from the sun-drenched sands outside. You can see sweat glistening on their faces as they pull the carts in. That's probably done a little differently elsewhere. Henry turns to Ox immediately. So, how quickly can you give me notes on tasting for tequila? And can you compare it to wine? Because I don't know. Well, I can give you the rundown as we're walking, but I've never really had a whole lot of wine. Then just keep it to the tequila side. I'll figure out the comparisons. He does lead you through this this building a, a little bit, but you notice he sticks sort of to the, the center of this room, keeps keeps a distance from the mills on the right side and the um, the ovens on the left. Eventually you're led back, sort of in a, a looping trail around this building, back through the door you came from, through another series of corridors, stairs, and you end up, this time in a much cooler building. And the walls are lined with large uh, copper tanks. This is uh, the distillery proper. This is, you know, where the agave nectar has to sit for a while. Carts come in over there, points to the other side of the room where there's a large set of doors that once in a while you see open and closed. Different sections age for a different amount of time. Longer it ages, the, the more it costs. You see someone pour a little bit into a bottle from one of these one of these tanks, and then just dump what they've poured on the ground, then pour it again. And it starts to swirl down a, a drain. And you see a few sort of scattered throughout the room. Don't wanna drink the first stuff that comes out of there, or the last stuff, the head or the tail, we call it. Um, it's the heart that's, that's the best, but sometimes we bottle up the the shitty stuff to give to prisoners here. It's better than nothing, I guess. Uh, don't worry, looks to you, Henry. That's not what you're gonna be tasting unless you wanna try it out. I don't think it tastes bad, it's just, well, maybe if you're a tequila expert, you can tell the difference. Any questions before I keep leading on? Doesn't have to be any questions, it's okay, guys. <laughs> Ox doesn't ask any questions, yeah. but he does begin quietly chattering to Henry about like the distilling process and a lot of like parts that go into making like these huge drums and um like the spigots and such and um gauges to like measure pressure and then once he's gone through that he starts to talk about the quality of like different agave plants and the aging process and how good tequila is made 
Henry is listening intently. Your your tour guide, you realize is saying a lot of the same things that Ox is saying as you're led through the room. And eventually his voice peters out as he realizes that Ox is already doing it. And he just falls quiet. He doesn't seem annoyed. He just nods along with Ox as, as he's talking. Ox knows his stuff. He just kind of lets Ox take over. Sort of in the middle of one of Ox's sentences, perks up a bit. Wait, you need to go finish off your appointment. What time is it? He looks over at a clock on the wall above one of the tanks, curses under his breath. Uh, go, points at the door, down. <sighs> one second. He leads you back to the door, goes up to one of the guards that's stationed in the room, and the guard walks over to you and just silently gestures for you to follow. The rest of you, he continues to take you on the tour, and the guard leads Virgil away. Never to be seen again. Not <laughs> You're led down the confusing pathways again and find yourself back at the prison you were in yesterday, but you pop out from behind the wall in a, a different position than last time, a separate entrance. One that you didn't notice the first time you came in here and you can't even really see the one you, you entered from last time. And they lead you up to the third floor again, knock on the door, and then the door opens and the guard just asks for you to go in. See Wiley is set up already, wearing gloves, you know, has the the ink and the tattoo gun out. Looks up at you, smiles. Hey, sorry for uh, interrupting the uh, the tour. No, by all means. You saved me from learning more about tequila than I ever thought I would know. Yeah, you can't really help it if you hang around here long enough. Uh, take a seat. Right. Virgil goes and sits down and rolls his sleeve up. And he sets to work. Silent at first. Then eventually he sits back to take a look at what he's done. So you said you're, um... You're self-taught, right? I am, yes. In regards to a lot of things, actually. Are you? Yeah. Did you start all this here, or was this a hobby of yours before prison? Um, I started before, before I was here, but I think I was able to improve a little more once I did it for a living. I mean, what I'm doing right now is just, just copying, but um, I mean, you did this. He gestures to the, the art on your arm. Actually, I am copying as well. But you have done a very good job. Try my best. Does it mean something? Someone close to me had one just like it. He knows. Do you mind if I ask how long you have been here? No, I don't mind. I get that a lot. I actually don't really keep track. It has been that long. It's been about... 15 years? Give or take? 
Is that a reflection of the severity of the crime or the punishment? I guess. Well, what's the difference? Well, kind of go hand in hand, don't they? Suppose I'm asking if one outweighs the other. Depends who you ask. I'm asking you. He looks thoughtful for a moment. I'm pretty lucky, actually. Um, my last year's not so bad. In some ways, I've got more freedom in paradise than I did outside, so... Maybe it's not right to call it punishment, compared to what the rest have to go through. And Ox's time here, was that the punishment? I'd say so. Just or not, do you think? He hasn't talked to you about it? He says he was framed. I'm having trouble reconciling what I've been told about this with what I've seen. You think he deserved to be here? What have you been told? His sister that we are chasing. Did she frame him for murder? Or is he not so innocent of that? I'm not sure this is my answer to give. It's alright. I apologize if I'm being nosy. I, I wanted to know your opinion of him. It smiles a bit. Well, I like him. But... That has nothing to do if he's done wrong or not. I have too. You got an angle traveling with him? I'm not sure I have a personal motivation for it. I was hired by him and I don't know, I took the job, but I'm trying to figure out just who I'm working for. Well, do you trust him? How long do you have to know someone before you trust them? It depends on the person. How long did it take you with him? Not very long. I suppose we'll see how long it takes me. He gets back to work on the tattoo. You should try talking to him about it. See what happens. You think he would take kindly to that? I don't know, but, uh, get used to questions like that when you've been in paradise. I'll try to be more tactful than I was with you. I don't think you need to be. It's natural to be curious. Finishes up. Leans back again for the last time. Looks it over. He gestures to your arm, looks up at you, and puts the tattoo gun down. So? Is it alright? It is exactly how I remember it. Thank you. You can ask one of the guards or your tour guide or anyone to 
heal that up for you. Oh, uh, alright. Um, listen, I don't know what... I don't know what Ox is gonna say when you talk to him about this, and... I know you're... I know you're working with Sheriff Donna, and I don't know what she's gonna say either, but... He's... He's a good man. Thank you for your insight. Nods. I'll keep it in mind. Actually, um... Could you tell them out there that I didn't get to finish Ox's tattoo either? Yes, I can. Thanks. Okay. Virgil turns and knocks on the door. Alright. To be let out. Yeah, the same guard opens it. Thank you. Um... I don't suppose you could direct me to a healer for this? The guard holds out their hand. Okay. <laughs> Check my fucking coins. As you reach for your your <laughs> yeah. like pouch, the guard shakes the head. No, I was asking for your arm so I could heal it. Ah. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they take your arm whisper a word, their hand over it. There's a, a sort of lavender glow that emanates from the the tattoo ink itself for a moment. And the stinging, slight burning pain of the tattoo vanishes. You do good work. I know. The guard tosses their hair over their shoulder. Would you be so kind as to direct me back to my room? You don't want to Go to the tasting room? I think I'll pass. They nod and lead you back to the room. To the tour. You are either the only people here or you're brought to a private room. You can't be sure. The room you're brought to is is pretty small. There's someone here who's dressed in the semi-formal clothing, all white but not the not the guard's uniform. It's like a proper, you know, shirt and vest uh, who is serving you the tequila and talking about it. Looks like a older human woman. She has dark eyes and, and dark hair that's long and straight down her back. And she doesn't have the, the sun-worn, you know, wrinkled face that you see of many of the workers here or the guards who have to stand outside all day and keep watch. She seems to know her stuff and shows a, a genuine passion for it while she talks about the process and the different flavor notes of the different styles that she serves you. This is quite interesting, um, but I would love to know both of your names. I'm assuming you're Ox. Who are you traveling with? Henry Tempest, good love. Of good love and good love? Yes, that particular good love and good love. I took your train down here. Oh, the line, if I may. The line from dawning to somewhere, or? Well, I think it was the line from dawning to somewhere. There's a lot of new town names. I'm not really from here, actually. I'm more used to safe travels. Their line is... Well, you could take some notes on... All of the food, they've got more options. 
Well, unfortunately, you must forgive it. That line is in the process of being transferred, the dawning to somewhere. It's really not in the best shape right now. It's held by my ex, uh, Magdala something or another is the last name, you know, and who's to say how she's really up keeping things with the trains and whatnot. It's, you know, it's, we can only control so much in that aspect. Ooh, that dagger hit deep, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so you're a friend of Ox's, right? Uh, like a casual friend or more of a friendly friend type? Well, we've actually not met before. Um, I just got your name from, well, Simone told me. You might be able to help me find my sister. Ox tilts his head. You wouldn't happen to be related to Ophelia, would you? That's the one. Do you have, like, a way to contact her or something? Yeah, I I do, but it would definitely be best in private later. Of course. Um, yeah, if you could help me with that, that would be excellent. I've been traveling quite a long way. She, uh, does she know you're looking for her? No. I don't really think she knows I exist. You a younger sister? I was born a year, two years after she left. We're just like a hundred years apart. Some families like to have children a bit closer in age, but hundred's not too uncommon. It's just a bit shocking, I suppose, because in a hundred years, more or less, well, I mean, I'm sure it's different for you and your family, Ox, but my family would basically be dead in that period. Yeah, you do have awfully short lifespans. The tequila server woman is is watching this. <laughs> Ox, if you glance over to see with a barely restrained s- smile. <laughs> is human? Yeah, yeah. Is human? Is human? <laughs> is human. <laughs> Correct. So anyhow, you're trying to find Ophelia, even though the two of you have never met, and you were born after she already left, so why? I'm getting married. I kind of would like all of my family in one place before I leave. Or just at least to meet her. If I may not be too presumptuous, when you say that you want to meet her before you leave, are you marrying a fae and you're going to go to a different plane of reality or something along those lines? Exactly. Wait, really? Yes. Which fae? Well, it's kind of impolite to know their name before we get married. But, and she'll pull like a little locket off her neck. Painted portrait. They look like this. This fae is pretty elf-like. Um, they have like a deep, dark green skin. Um, I guess maybe they resemble more of a, a tiefling than a than an elf. Um, pupilless eyes that are a, a bright golden green. Sharp features and heavily lidded eyes and a kind smile, like a little curve to their, their lips. Have sort of a, a soft air about them. The dark hair is long and tightly circled around their head with leaves and flowers carefully arranged throughout. They have sort of a like a spring-like fae a look to them. And Usually when a, a fae has this much of a, a humanoid or like non-monstrous appearance, it means they are higher up in the 
fey court. Not necessarily an arch fey, but a step above some of the oceans uh, fey that you would find on the material plane. Aren't they dreamy? Yes, they're quite lovely, I think. How does a person come about marrying a fey? How did you two meet and agree on this? Well, it's kind of like a family obligation. Oh. I see. Do you want to be married to them? Of course I do. Okay, I just, you know, wanted to clear things up so that we can steer the conversation accordingly. I mean, it's very important. It's kind of the whole reason our family has any sort of magic. But I can understand why some people wouldn't want to do that. By some people, do you mean Ophelia? I'm pretty sure that's why she left. She, uh, she didn't really tell me any details like that, but makes sense why she might leave. Well, I hope she wasn't trying to keep it a secret, because then I've already made a mistake, and we don't really have much of a relationship yet. I guess it's already out of the bag, so she did leave right before her wedding day. So. Well, Henry, maybe you two have more in common than you think. I think the circumstances are quite different. Are you also going to marry a fae? No. Uh, I also... (laughs) (laughs) Ox looks at Henry as he's saying this. Did not complete an engagement. Oh. Those things, you know, they happen. Though, of course. It's a large life step to take. But you sound quite ready for your engagement. Almost. Just have to finish a few things on my to-do list. Well, what else is on your to-do list? I'm kind of already in the process of that. Just see more of the world. And, well, if she doesn't want to come to my wedding, at least speak with her. Ophelia, that is. I think that makes quite a bit of sense. Aside from just seeing the world, is there anything else significant on your bucket list? Well, I'm going to get a tattoo. That wasn't really on my bucket list, but I'm here, so... If you like snakes, a uh, tattoo artist here, Wiley, he, uh, he did this one. And he'll take off his handkerchief and... Um, kind of unbutton his shirt a little bit so that you can see the snake's mouth that is reaching for the red sun tattooed on his throat. And you can see the snake trailing down under his shirt a little bit and winding. You see a little hognose snake face poke out from uh, Beatrice's collar and look over at you. That is beautiful. Probably won't want to get the same thing though. That seems a little... Brood, don't really know tattoo etiquette. I think maybe, maybe not a snake. It's just not really me. Did you have something in mind? Well, I was thinking of a lot of things, like maybe a spider web or like a giant dragon just sitting on 
a pile of, I don't know, leaves? Or maybe like the mountains, just kind of around my arm, like the mountain range from my home. I don't really know though. Well, there are a lot of inspirational pieces inside of his room. I'm sure you'll find something that suits you and your needs. I'm hoping for that. The tequila server clears her throat. Would you like to move on to the end of the tour and to your appointment? Sure. There's no rush, just if you're ready. Well, I've been quite satisfied with everything. I think that's really all there is to it. I don't mind moving on. I probably shouldn't have any more, honestly. It does all start to taste like tequila after a while. I mean the same tequila. <laughs> she nods. <laughs> As you all get ready to go back to your room, your tour guide, who's been sitting in a corner of the room, having having a little a little drinky himself, stands up as well and starts to lead you out. As you go, Henry, the the server steps forward, holds out a hand. Uh, you see she's holding up. A little card, just in case you're interested in the future. Ah, thank you very much. Hey, take the card and uh, take a look. Paradise Tequila, like business card. It has a address info if you want to order anything or uh, send any inquiries. The name on the card is Mia ATL. She gives you a nod hands it off, steps back, her hands folded in front of her, watches as you all go. Thank you. Hello, Virgil speaking. I'd like to say a few words, if you'll permit me your time. Thank you for listening to Spare the Crying. Your support means a lot to us. If you'd like to find me or my companions, you can reach us on social media at linktree slash spare the crying. We'd love to hear from you. Please feel welcome to leave a rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube streams. We also have a Discord server where you can discuss the story so far with us or speak with like-minded souls about your own TTRPG experiences. In regards to our soundtrack, our background music is by Marika Shans and our intro is by Ben McElroy. Our official art is by yours truly. You can find me at Crowqueen on Twitter. That said, allow me to bid you farewell for now. Please join us next time as we shepherd in a new dawn. Before they parted ways, she would have made a plan to go back to y'all's room and- If you're talking about that, the the tour guide will say, I can lead you back here. You don't have to figure your way around these halls. Perfect. Go back to Wiley. This is the first time you've met him. Um, stands up to greet you as you walk in, shakes your hand, asks you, so what are you thinking of getting? Didn't get any, uh, Preview from you. But I'm not really sure. Kind of 
happy with anything as long as it looks pretty. Maybe, like, she'll pull out a piece of lace from her bag. I mean, I've worked really hard on this. If it was something to do with lace, I don't know. Spiders a little bit too much. And I could get a snake, but that's its not really me. It's more of my fiancé's thing. And maybe something that would remind me of home. Do you know anything about Swelis? He sits back a bit. Afraid I don't know much. Um, gin and uh, mountains. That's all I got. Do you like drawing mountains? Nods. That inspires you? Isn't that how art is usually? He nods. Smiles. Just kind of anything. Confirm with me first before you put it on my body, but... Yeah, he takes out a, a sketchbook and he starts drawing some ideas out. Let's see, so we have mountains, and we have lace, we have no snakes, and we have spiders are too much. <laughs> um, he'll look at the lace and the, the pattern that, that she's made and like ask if he wants that to be like sort of a backdrop to the, the mountains. Almost like they're coming from it, cut out of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he asks if you want color. She'll kind of look like at her arm for a minute. Could it all be in shades of green? Of course. That would look really nice. I think so too. Then he'll he'll ask you to draw just the basic shape of the, the mountain range that you were picturing from home. Uh, of course he's going to put sort of his own spin on it because you do a quick sketch and he hasn't seen these mountains. But some of the, the lace in the background sort of almost melds into the outline of the mountains, looks a little bit like snow. The color's a, a gradient, light at the top to dark before fading again into just your skin color. Uh, it takes takes a long time to complete this tattoo, but he, he finishes it in one go, if your pain tolerance is high enough. But he seems to be able to detect your discomfort instinctually and will pause, let you take a moment, keep going. So the appointment takes quite a while, but yeah, finishes it up for you and you are sent on your way. Is she let in or is yeah. she? Okay. Hello, hope I'm not intruding, but we did talk about this. Now a good time. Yeah, now might be good as ever. All right. The um, turquoise pops out from behind Beatrice and points to you, Ox. Are you gonna be ready later to finish it? Can I just come by? I'm just gonna come by whenever he's available, if that's okay. Yeah, that, that sounds fine. Bye. Close Thank you, door. Rosa. Gives <laughs> you a wave. His expression softens significantly as he waves goodbye to Beatrice and closes the door. Also, you bring manners to the table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, do you do magic? Is that how we're contacting her? Uh, no. Hi, I... actually, um, Virgil, right? I thought I heard your name. Yes, that's me. Beatrice. Lovely to meet you. What and is it you want with this one? Well, he's going to help me contact my sister. 
Where is Ox in the room? He was standing like close to the door when she entered. She sees the chair and will sit down. Ox kind of paces around the room a little as she's getting settled in. Well, uh, I can't contact her right now is the thing. We had to empty our pockets when we came in and I emptied out my point of contact with her. Oh, do you think we could ask if we could just have that? I don't really know how this works. The whole prison thing. I mean, I don't think they're wanting anybody to have anything in here, really. That was sort of the the point of taking it. What have they taken from her? Like, every everything? Yeah. Does she have, like, her tatting shuttle or anything like that? No. Okay. I guess we have to get out of here, then. What are you all doing here? And is it okay if I inconvenience you for a little bit of time? Well, uh, we're here to pick someone up from prison who isn't supposed to be in prison. They were contracted to be released and I don't think that they're quite ready yet. So we should be all right if we, uh, what, it's been only a day and I don't think, no, I don't think he's ready just yet. So it should be quite all right if we spend a little bit of time helping you to contact your sister. Is this like a dangerous person? Are you escorting them? No. He's not a dangerous person at all. He's, well, you must understand, my dear traveling companion, Ox here, the half-brothers. See, on the elven side. And it's very important that we have him uh, gotten out. It seems that he was mistaken for someone else and has been wrongly imprisoned. But of course, because the prison system in somewhere so terribly slow. They had him shipped over to paradise by mistake. And well, he's really just not cut out for prison life. I'd hate to have him stay here for too long. So I'm assisting with getting him out. Ah, it's very noble. Yes. It's important to Ox. And so therefore it's also important to myself for the preservation of our friendship and continued agreements working together and regardless, I don't like to see people who are imprisoned who should not be imprisoned. I think justice should be correctly served in all instances. Admirable. Makes sense to me. Um, well, it seems like you're all rather busy. So I guess, do you think you'll be done with this job soon and you could help escort me? We're hoping to conclude our business here as quickly as possible. And we would be returning to somewhere if that was to be your meeting place. Guess it's wherever she wants to meet. Though we may have a stop on the way, but you can choose at that point whether to involve yourself or not. Are you close with her? Our companion that we're looking to pick up on the way back out in the middle of the desert was uh, closest with her. But you have a way of contacting her and she trusts you. 
Yeah. Yeah, she does. I know maybe this isn't the best way to go about it. But do you think she would come if you just asked to meet her? I don't know if she'll want to see me. And that's perfectly fine. But maybe she would want to see you. And you could arrange a meeting and then talk about it in person. And then I could see her. It just means a lot to me. Don't really want to mess it up. Ox scratches behind his ear a little bit. Well, uh, yeah, I'll... Once we're done here, I'll let her know what the situation is and get her input on it, what she wants. That would mean the world to me. It's pretty quiet in your room for a few hours. Uh, not much activity around, much like before, but... A little later in the day, there's a knock on the door, and it's now you know his name. <laughs> Rosa <laughs> gives a little wave to Beatrice and gestures to you, Ox, to follow him. Ox follows. And yeah, he, he brings you back to Wiley's. Hopefully you can get this finished up soon. He said he only had one appointment and, I don't know, didn't have enough time. Anyway, try not to slow him down too much. Opens the door. Ox nods and steps inside. Wiley stands up as you as you walk in. The door closes. He waits for a moment. And then looks to you. You can add to it if you want, but I finished it up yesterday. I was hoping we could just sit and talk for a little while. I was too. Um I also have something of yours. Figured I should give back to you. He turns around and opens up his desk drawer amongst all of the the inks and you know, pens and sketchbooks. There's a familiar little booklet that he takes out and hands over to you. He seems careful not to disturb it in any way. <laughs> um, he handles it very, very gently. Don't know if you meant to leave this here or... Forgot it on your way out, but um, this is yours, isn't it? Ox reaches out for it. There's a grin on his face. I I almost forgot about it. Guess uh, I left it here for safekeeping. Maybe a little bit of an excuse in the back of my mind to come back. I was surprised to see you here. Ox takes the book in hand and flips through the pages a little before tucking it into his back pocket and looking up at Wiley. What are you doing out there? I don't know yet. It's, uh, it's kind of puzzling. Trying to figure out what exactly I'm supposed to be doing. Find Scar and find the pieces of my gun that she took apart. I'd really like to do that. That Henry, he's got one piece. Find her, pay her back for all the heartache she's caused me. And I don't know. Ox sits down on the bed. 
I just, I didn't think I'd make it this far to begin with. Now that I'm here, well, maybe it'll get the ball rolling a little bit with uh, people to back me up this time. Hope you find her soon. Ox stares at the floor for a little while. Wiley, I, I know you said no last time, but is there anything I can do to help you? With what? Making a life outside of prison. He sighs, looks the walls around him and out the small window at the back of the cell. Stares at it for a moment. I'd like to say yes. Um, you know, lately there's... Seen those vultures flying overhead? Sometimes they pass over the fields. There's been a whole lot of them. Guess something must have died not too far off. Be frustrating sometimes. No, I don't know much. Didn't do much learning growing up. No, they got wings and feathers and there's a reason they can just fly off like that. To me, it seems like they just want to and they do. Not all of us can do that. I think it's just not meant for me. He looks back. Gotta stay here. It's better. It's better than it was. Not fighting all the time. Ox gives. A small but sad smile. Yeah, I just wish I could make it better for you. Don't have to worry about me. I know you can take care of yourself around here, but I do miss you. You best quit that. Ox gives a little grin. It's real hard, you see. His face stays serious. Why don't you take care of yourself? Be careful. I know y'all are getting involved with the sheriff. I don't know if she takes kindly to you. Maybe she's kinder than I'm giving her credit for, but... Most folks aren't so nice to prisoners. Whether they've earned their way out of prison or not. Yeah, that's uh, why I've been a little nervous about. Retrieval and exchange of Lachlan. You notice his ear twitch a little. Yeah, um, it's not as simple as it should be, it seems. Yeah, things are getting complicated. I think we're uh, in some deep shit, maybe. How so? Well, if something goes south, figure it might give Donna a good reason to lock me up again. Did you do something, Ox? Not so much me, but someone might have told a little fib. And it, uh, might have gotten out of hand. That's what happens. Yeah, it's why sometimes it's better to just keep your mouth shut. Wiley stares down at his hands. Just looks a bit concerned for a moment. Well, like you said, you're 
with some folks to back you up now, so it'll be alright. Trying not to pull any other shit. I'll do my best to stay out of trouble. I would like to visit you again, but from this side of the bars. I like that as well. Ox stands up and walks over to give Wiley a hug. Yeah. Wiley hugs him back. Sort of leans back to get a good look at his face and leans down a bit. Very softly kisses him on the forehead. You should get going. Ox takes a deep breath. Yeah, I shouldn't take up too much of your time. Always busy. Ox holds Wiley's hand a little bit and massages it a little bit. Your, uh, your tattoo gun's still working right? Of course it is. Ox smiles. Well, uh, you send a letter if it stops working. Hmm. Try my best. Get out of here. Ox gives his hand a little kiss and goes to the door to knock for the guard. Guard leads you back. Next day, you, Beatrice, are woken up by Rosa and told that the other three are going to be leaving. And upon your agreement, he'll just lead you out to that entry room after you've been, I should say, delivered your breakfast by Rosa. You open the door to the, the albino white orc guard who you briefly met earlier. She looks at you all for a moment. Ready to go? Are we going to pick up Lachlan at last? She nods. Uh, sure. I don't trust. <laughs> I don't fucking trust her. I believe that is a 15. She doesn't have any tells or anything like that that you can see. Okay. She'll just start walking you down the hall. Is the presence of guards here like normal like it was the last couple of days? Yeah, there aren't that many guards in the guest house area. Okay. Uh, you saw a lot, of course, in the prison itself as well as in the, the factory, but there are guards posted at like the end of hallways. There's not an increased presence, though. No. Uh, as you walk, just staring ahead, she starts to give you instructions. So we'll be handing him off to you, and then you'll be led back to the front. They'll give you your things, and you'll be expected to carry on. Uh, so make sure you didn't forget anything, because you won't be allowed to come back in. And to clarify, none of his belongings were brought with him to Paradise? Not to my knowledge, no. Alright then. Yeah, so the rest of you are led down these confusing corridors uh, into a windowless room, the door on the other end, and that door opens. Lachlan steps out, dressed in the prison uniform. He doesn't look great. Cleaned up more since the jailhouse, but he has the same exhausted look. Like a sunken look to his eyes. Looks up at you all, sort of sullenly, through his hair. Ready to go then? I'm so sorry we won't have much time to chat until we're outside, but I'm Henry and this is Ox and we'll, we'll get to proper introductions and everything. It's just, it's very good to see you again. Not in prison. Uh, 
met you before. Looks to you, Henry. Like I said, not in prison. <laughs> Introductions are very different, you know, when there's not bars in the way. He just nods. Looks a little... a little out of it. And just waits for you to lead on. You do? Yeah, they will. Yeah. Um, they got their stuff back from... Yeah, as you, you turn around and you're escorted by, by the guard back to the front, Actually, on the way there, I think Lachlan is is handed basic traveling clothes. Steps inside a room to change out of the the uniform into just like a plain brown tunic, dark pants, cheap standard traveling fare, and you're brought back out into the the waiting room and handed your stuff. Each is placed back into the bags that you handed over. Let's be on our way then. Right, no use overstaying our welcome. Yes, it was a surprisingly more enjoyable prison experience than I really would have ever anticipated. You hear Lachlan sort of scoffs at that very quietly. Right, uh, thank you for your time. Goodbye. And I'll head out towards the door. As you all step out, Lachlan actually stops at the edge of the door and sort of squints out at the sunny day mm-hmm. right. ahead of him. Uh, here. Virgil will take off his cloak and hold it out to him. Henry has also undone the cloak he has around his waist and offered it. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at both and then takes Virgil's. Nice. Puts it on. It sort of like hunches, walks out into the sunlight. Or your horses are um, hitched up outside. They're tacked up, ready to go. Is Clementine? Yeah, Clementine's big enough. To... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's... Okay, cool. Lachlan's pretty short. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Virgil will gesture to Clementine for Lachlan. Beatrice has pulled her wide brim hat. It's angled down to kind of cover her face a bit more. Mm-hmm. And... She is standing up straight, kind of trying to get eye contact with Lachlan. Mm. Is he making eye contact at all? No, I mean, he's having a hard time Yeah, seeing, like looking, basically. He's like eyes half closed, sort of staring down with the, um, with the hood, like pulled as far over his face as it can be. Yeah. Like she's not hiding that she's like kind of looking around at everybody sort of confused. Uh, she gets her horse, she gets everything ready, but... You do you all ride off? Yeah, let's get out of this compound. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You hear the gates clank and they close behind you and you leave paradise with Beatrice and Lachlan in tow. As soon as they get a little bit outside of the gates, I think, sits up. Kind of stops her horse. Okay, I'm very confused right now. And I've always been told I should be a little bit more tactful. So I was waiting until we got out. But... Lachlan? He glances up. You don't have, like, a twin or anything, do you? How'd you get here so fast? Just looks... A mirrored look of bewilderment (laughs) back at you. Shakes his head. 
got here a couple weeks ago. No, I met you a couple of weeks ago. You're the one who told me to come to somewhere. He just shakes his head slowly. That's an interesting point, actually. Do you remember meeting us before? He nods. Which of us specifically? You and Henry and Kian. And how exactly did you come to find yourself in paradise, Lokvin? Got here. From where exactly? His bewildered look turns into a glare as he looks back to you. Jail. Wait. Yes. Forgot? Uh, no, I haven't forgotten. I just want to make sure that everything is uh, correct. We had this whole deal set up, you know, with Donna, where you were supposed to be held, handed off to us uh, from the jail instead of going to the prison. That was never part of the plan. It, so it's, a, an, it's been an unusual turn of events. Sorry to hear that. So for detect thoughts, is there a save? If you dig deeper, then yes. It is verbal, somatic, and material. Yeah, not super subtle, but maybe he's too busy squinting. (laughs) (laughs) She kind of slows her horse as they're talking, and she'll whisper. She's being kind of subtle about it. Uh If you're trying to keep it secret, I'll have you do a side of hand, maybe? Yeah. Uh, 15. I'll roll against it. She's holding the, like, tatting shuttle Mm -hmm. that's on her belt. And I think as she holds it, she, like, points at him, like, kind of under. Yeah. Like, on her side. Looks to you and just draws a line, like he's closing a zipper, basically, in the air. And you feel the spell just sort of fizzle. He looks over at you, sort of confused. What are you doing? Well, I just... We met. And obviously we can't have, so... Somebody's lying, or somebody is pretending to be you, or you're pretending to be somebody, and... Just trying to figure that out. Well, before we get into any sort of argument or fighting, Lachlan, this is Beatrice. She's a friend of Ophelia's. Nods. You know Ophelia? Nods again. Inside joke. Yeah, I think. Six. God damn it. Why? He seems pretty confident. I mean, he's he's subdued. He looks exhausted and sort of in pain. It's a bright day. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't hesitate. You eloped. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'm getting the story right. Just trying to remember what you told me. It's a slow nod. (laughs) It... (laughs) He doesn't seem to know what to make of Beatrice. (laughs) I'll give you all that. Give a slow nod and then sort of shake his head and spur his goat onwards. 
I don't think that that's the person that you're supposed to be meeting. Or maybe I met somebody else who just pretended to be him. It seems a little bit weird. It does. So should we be on the lookout? Be careful. Well, he did come from a prison. I just... A lot of people who are in prison aren't super trustworthy. I mean, of course, sometimes people get jailed for bad reasons and are innocent, but... She kind of scratches the snake from under her cape. I don't know if my friend here purposely led me to him, or if we just truly happened upon each other by some chance of fate, but, you know, we talked briefly and he kind of led me to you in a way, or at least to Simone, who led me to you. Not many details on that, besides the fact that they did elope, or something seemed a little fishy about that story, but... Alright, but everything else seems along the lines of the Lachlan we know. As for this one, what is this, some sort of trick the sheriff came up with? I have no idea. Uh, you cast attack magic? Mm. There's magic emanating off of this man. Does it seem to be like from an object or just all around? He doesn't have any objects on him. Uh, what school is it? Uh, isn't it funny how I know the schools? <laughs> <laughs> seems to be some sort of like transmutation magic. There seems to be some sort of transmutation around him. Well, not entirely surprising. What are we going to do about it? I, I, I just, do I really want to voice this sort of opinion? I mean, I'm already on track to doing it. I might as well. Go for Keen it. Keen isn't here. We could kill him and it's not like it would affect any of okay, us. Why, why are do we, we trying to kill him? You jump straight to murder. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quick solution. I mean. We could just let him go off into the world. And do what? What if he's hired by Donna? Suspicious. Excuse me, are you criminals? No. We were here to release this man from prison. We've done that. Yeah, but we still gotta deliver him back to town. I'm not As sure. As you say that, I'll give you this. If you look to see where he's going ahead of you, he, he, he's still going. Yeah. He's at a pretty good distance now. He's turned slightly away from from somewhere. Ocean's direction, not mm -hmm. towards paradise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna spur Orna up to cut him off. Mm -hmm. he, he'll stop if you place Orna in front of him. And where do you think you're going in such a rush? You in that much of a hurry to die in the ocean? Not gonna die in the ocean. Not Why gonna not? die in somewhere either. That he, is, in fact, a borrowed mount. He stops. Hops off of Clementine, hands the reins over to you, and just starts walking. You think Kian would be so pleased to know we let you go off alone? He freezes. Turns back. Sort of glares up at you. Redrim dies. Shrugs. Turns back around. Keeps going. Does he notice Ox on the back of... Virgil's mount. Does he make any any faces at Ox? 
not not in particular, no. Mm. I mean, he's, he doesn't give Ox a special little nod or anything. <laughs> Have you no care at all for Kian's whereabouts? Keeps going. No, Virgil. Lachlan. <laughs> Henry just, he's gonna keep walking. will ride up alongside Lachlan. <laughs> <laughs> at the very least, come back with to somewhere with us. At the very least, to put Diophilia's mind at ease. She has been waiting for you for quite some time, and don't you want to pick up your darling? Your dear? He just keeps going. Are we worried? What's happening here? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know that it's worth it. I mean, I thought I met him. I think you did. So you don't think that that's him at all? I would say not. I have a spell. Sorry, are you all influencing me to be more of a criminal? I don't know that we can make you commit any crimes. So, whatever you're considering, that's you. Well, if we are going to capture him and interrogate him, this is our last chance, because he is going off. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like he's going to get very far. It is... We don't know what that is. We should at least hold him for a night. He hasn't made any accusations toward me at all this time. I thought I could get some sort of reaction from him if he wanted. From Ophelia. I mean, again, I know that he and Kean don't have a particularly good past, but I know that they were. he was fine with Ophelia, and I would assume he'd want to pick up his animal companion. I know we are on horses, but he is... Going away. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. It, it will be fine, trust me. It's not the real Lachlan. He vanishes. Oh. Yep, Beatrice. <laughs> you notice. There's but a faint flash. He's gone. I'm honestly okay with that. So this works for me. I'm very lost right now. Well, I suppose now that he's gone, um. How do I put this delicately? Uh, we are a wall. Lachlan was not actually in paradise. Whichever one you met in the woods, that seems to have been the real Lachlan. This one, I think, was perhaps just put there to fit a role. We were there to retrieve him, and so Donna or whoever made sure that we had someone to receive. He did take your cloak, though. He did. Is that an important cloak? No, not really. It's just rude. But we can always buy you a new one. In any case, that, whatever it was, perhaps this is the least messy way it could have gone. Assuming nothing will come of that. You all seem pretty nervous about this just seems like it's not confusion like me the thing is the way that we've been uh, handled has been feeling underhanded in a way as if someone is trying to uh, screw us over if you will uh, you see all of this is wrapped up in a bit in a of an important trade deal, the one I mentioned earlier, the line between Donning and somewhere, Donna, her wife, uh, Magdala, 
and I suppose Donna as well herself, wish to acquire that line, and it is essentially been traded in a deal for uh, Lachlan himself. It makes a lot more sense when Kian is in the picture. He's a friend of ours who is abducted by a fae. Uh, not a handsome, charming fae of which one might wish to marry, uh, but more of the nefarious kind of fae. Well, I, I guess, could we contact my sister and then figure this all out? I can help in some ways, or I owe you a favour if you help me. She might be some help getting Keen back. Ox fishes through his pocket and pulls out the little felly feather. Uh, I think she said just to destroy it. Your little snake friend raises his head out from underneath your collar and like looks over at it. Seems interested in it. Where exactly are we going to meet her? If I may suggest our two options would be either the area in which Kian should be, or my house, somewhere. Perhaps your shop then? It's not too far. And it is probably the safer option. I would hate for Ophelia to come across a fae before we did, alone. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) When you're right, you're right. (laughs) Alright, well, guess now's good as time as any, and he will uh, snap it between his fingers. The little snake like flinches back as you hear the, the gentle crack of the glass. You don't notice any any change, you don't feel any different, but then you hear a voice in your head. Ox, you are right. Sorry I haven't... Is something wrong? You can just reply back to me. Uh, well, we kind of had a lot happen in just the past week or so. Uh, well, I guess I'll start. Uh, Kian's in trouble. And I met your sister. There's a brief pause. 25 words, dear. Um, Kian's in trouble. How so? What happened? As... Simply as you can say. Faye got him. Middle of the desert. Uh, He's still trapped there. Meet us at Henry's place in half a week. So there's a, a lengthy pause. It's maybe a couple minutes later that you hear back. Do you know where Kian is now? Do you know what has him? He's stuck in the Feywilds. To know the name of the Fey. Attacked us with a fish. Beatrice <laughs> 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 is just looking. <laughs> there was a river seven <laughs> where are you another long pause Nia Enosh can you follow Kian to the Feywilds 
I can find you there. Ox, it's, sorry, I was going to say, Ox looks a little surprised as he's like clearly listening to this message in his head. Last message for today. You all right? I'm okay. We can follow Kian in. I think we did it for. Is it alright that your younger sister is with us? <laughs> Message sends. <laughs> and that's the that's it. She has a night to think about this. <sighs> Unfortunately, as she said, it was her last message for the day, so you wait expectantly for a moment, remember that, and don't hear from her. Well, uh, she's out by Enosh right now. She asked if we could follow Kian in to the Feywilds and she'll find us there. She can do that. That's what she said. Beatrice, if I may ask, do you know anything about that sort of ability? You know people who are a little more involved with their fae connections, if they gain a certain amount of favor, may be able to. Favor? May be able to. Uh, You can expect that you'll be able to one day, if you and your partner get along and... It would seem strange that she could do it as someone who left the family. I mean, of course it's possible. Fitzia, lift up her cape. Sneak pokes its head out. Do you know a way to the Feywild from here? Nods, bobs its head. (laughs) I mean, we could always follow him. Would he be able to take us to the same location in the Feywild? It seemed a specific little region. She just kind of looks at him questioningly. Questioningly. He looks at her questioningly. His head tilts to the side. His little forked tongue flicks in and out. Pardon me, we're not the best at communicating yet. Your snake, is he an animal or is he a fae? I think a bit of both. A lesser snake. I might be able to help bridge the language barrier. I have a spell for it. To speak snake? No, to talk to animals. How do you think I talk to Delilah? You just do. I see you. Well, no, I mean serious conversations. She'll hold her hand out. He'll slither out onto her hand. Alright, well, when he talks to our dear snake friend, Fitzia. Fitzia. His hands glow ever so slightly. Just a little more golden than usual. I'm Henry. Hello. It's ya. Pleasure to meet you. We're looking for a friend of ours uh, who is trapped in the Feywild. I believe you overheard our conversation. Uh, It's a specific location that is a part of a river and a dam that is trapped from the past in a piece of the Feywild. Would you be able to assist guiding us to that specific location. It's the same location. 
Okay. So it shouldn't be an issue then. Yes. Five to ten. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Is there anything, since we're already here and conversing, that I could do for you to make the journey more comfortable or to make communication easier without necessarily the use of a spell in the future? Mice. Oh. Mice? Excellent. You and Delilah have the same tastes. We can find mice for you. Good mice. Yes. I'll put them on my hunting list. All right. Is Henry speaking in common during Or is he just or is hissing? He hissing? I think he's speaking in common. Uh, I think it's... Sorry. I think it's yeah. He's speaking in work. common, but he's like really slurring the S's. Yeah. yeah. Good news. He's able to guide us directly to where we need to go. I guess I'll just pay attention to him. And then when we get closer, he can sort of guide us on foot. All right. We should warn you, though, our intentions once we arrive are to hunt this fae, to retrieve our friend. So if you want to be involved in a fight, you can join us, but we're not required to. I can hold myself in a fight. I mean, they're good and bad people. Just like they're good and bad fae, I'm sure. My fiancé would understand, as long... Well, if they look like my fiancé, I might have a bit of an issue. Just in case they're related. From what we saw and the depiction on your locket, I would say it is a safe bet they are unrelated. All right. I would love to see the Feywild. I've never had a chance. All right. If you can hold your own. I'm stronger than I look, I promise. I believe that. And that is where we'll end our session for tonight. I thought that was gonna happen with Lachlan. <laughs> I was I'm still not sure. Lachlan. Fake Lachlan. What exactly yeah. is up with that? Suspicious. None of us are.